You're as stupid too as I. You're as stupid too as I. You'll never live. You'll never die. You're as stupid too as I. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Better Off Dead Minute podcast, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Better Off Dead one hunky minute at a time. We're your hosts, Curtis Blaze from thesacknews.com. And Jason Hummel from Mondo Confidential. Oh, I'm doing that thing where I have too much of a radio announcer voice. <laughs> Sorry about that, everyone. A little bit morning zoo. Hey, man, what you been reading lately? It's a uh, book of uh, Elmore Leonard short stories called Charlie Marts and Other Stories. I saw that. It's not as thick as the books that I usually see you carrying around. Yeah, it's a l- little bit of a slim volume, but it's... Uh, it's interesting, though. It's his earliest unpublished stuff. When you say that name, I think musician that sings really low songs in Tarantino films, but I must <laughs> have that wrong, right? <laughs> no. Uh, he, di- he did write a book that became a Tarantino movie, though, Jackie Brown. Crazy. Okay. Well, <laughs> I guess I was on the right track. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's, he, re- he wrote uh, crime novels and westerns. I've been inspired by the Lord of the Rings minute. To go back through the Lord of the Rings book again myself. For the 30-what time? (laughs) Well, I've read it once a year since I was 11, and I'm not going to tell you my age. So I guess you don't get to know that number. (laughs) Well, we are on minute, what, 12, 12, which starts with Roy finishing his K-12 run and ends with the potential female ski members begging to be allowed to hold Roy's clipboard. This minute starts off with very tense music. As I'm watching it, I'm thinking to myself, God, is, is Roy going to make it down the hill? I mean, of course, I know he's going to make it down the hill. Because he's Roy. But, you know, as, as the movie is constructed, you've got this very tense music that kind of suggests like, oh, is he going to make it? He's going to make it. It's the K-12. Now, he's the only one to... Actually, you know what? I just thought of something. Yesterday, Monday, we were talking about how... Or was it Friday? We were talking about whether or not a stuntman... Whether or not the stuntman did it, or if it was... uh, Actually, uh, uh, the actor, Aaron. Aaron Dozier. What if we've just completely... We've just completely misinterpreted that, and really the reason that happened is because Holland just didn't want us to know it was Roy yet. Hmm. Because we just saw a picture of Roy in Beth's bedroom. Yeah. Yet, when we get to the top of the mountain, we don't know for sure that it's Roy until Beth says something on the way down. Maybe it, was, maybe it wasn't hiding a stuntman. Maybe, maybe it was really him, but they were just hiding his identity so we would have that little moment of wondering who it was. That dramatic reveal. Sure, sure. So as I'm watching Roy go down the mountain, I'm kind of hoping there's a little bit of me, once I find out it's Roy, that hopes he really just dumps it because, you know... This is the guy that's Stealing stepping, stepping in on Beth for yeah. my boy Lane. Yeah. Yeah. He's an interloper. In the last minute yesterday, he went behind that snowbank. And I thought, well, uh, maybe he's going to crash right there. <laughs> it's funny how we ended up, because we're watching this one minute at a time, creating our own cliffhanger about that. Yeah. It's like, oh, and scene. What's the first thing you noticed about this shot? Well, considering the things I kind of look for in a movie, the uh, first thing that I noticed was this reaction shot on Beth as Roy is skiing. I didn't quite catch that. What happened? Uh, 
She seems very aroused, licking <laughs> her lips and everything. <laughs> like, like sexually aroused? Like aroused aroused, yeah. Yeah, kind of like a guy. Like, like a guy's version of aroused. Yeah. <laughs> like what we think, you know, is going on through a girl's head. <laughs> well, if I remember the line, she does say, Ah, oh, man. What a hunk. Yes, she does. <laughs> Which, of course, uh, Lane completely misinterprets, thinks he's, uh, she's talking about him, so she le- he leans in and gives her a kiss. Ooh, awkward. Awkward read, yeah. Awkward. Well, shortly after that, Roy skis up and announces that uh, the, the people that want to make the team have to ski, I guess, the K-12 in spite of the fact that they just announced that uh, no one ever lived on that thing except for him, <laughs> that they have to ski it, that they not only have to, I guess, live, but also ski it in under 58 seconds, which, okay, so I know this is a little nerdy, but I went back to the other minute from yesterday, and I did a timing, and I did a timing today, and it took Roy 52 seconds to ski the, K- to ski, to <laughs> ski the K-12 from the top of the... Glacier, I guess, to yep. uh, the foot of the mountain where all of the hopefuls were standing. So, knocking six seconds off of the only guy who's ever made it down alive. That's, <laughs> that's a pretty tough test to have to pass just to make it onto the high school ski team. Yep. He's raising the bar. We've got a new, uh, we've got a new actor in this. Nope, I'm a dumbass. With me, whenever he's in the scene, my eyes are on... Curtis Armstrong. I've just, that's how I've been watching it this time through. (laughs) And he is a blank slate during the entire, during this whole minute. He just stands and I can't tell what his look is. How would you say his look is? It's, it's like a mask of awe. For Roy. Yeah. Everybody's in love with Roy, including. Charles Dumar. (laughs) Well, he is the big man on campus after all. What about the guys behind Roy? All the guys around Roy, they're like his muscle, you know? It's like they're there just to give that intimidating look. Yeah, especially the guy on the, well, screen left. Yeah. I don't think we really have to talk talk about stage. and The guy on the left. Yeah. The guy on Roy's right really has a look like, mm-hmm. like he wants to kill the hopefuls. Yeah. There's three of them, of course. Kind, yeah. of, a, kind of reminds me of Biff Tannen's guys yeah. that he always takes with him everywhere. So I'll ask you, since you just saw the movie, do, do these three continue to appear with Roy? Do you remember? Uh, <laughs> if the answer is, I don't know, that's fine. Uh, then you're just in the same I, boat I, as I, me. I don't remember seeing them. Um, there's always people around him. You know, he's, he's just a magnet for... He's like a social magnet. You know, everybody loves him, of course, but... Well, his, these three guys... His hair is dreamy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's luxuriant. <laughs> but uh, I only remember the, these guys in that scene. Well, we'll, we'll see uh, as the movie goes on if they reappear. We'll have to watch for them. Um, you know, it's funny because even just watching this by the minute, I didn't quite pick up on that. In the, I don't know, how many times did you watch it through? I watched it about ten times the, this minute. Oh, I don't know. Um you don't even watch the minute, do you? You're just you just remember from watching the movie several weeks ago. You just got a mind like a steel trap and just have all the details down. Yeah, yeah, I'm guilty. <laughs> we 
Well, um, one of my favorite parts is coming up. Uh, actually, yeah, I'm gonna. This is one of my favorite parts of the movie. The the who'd like to hold my clipboard moment. <laughs> There's something just so. <laughs> it's just so funny the way. I don't know what I don't know what to call this type of humor, but when he says, "Who'd like to hold my clipboard?" and all of the girls in the team, and I counted, I counted seventeen people all together, boys and girls. But some of the milling people seem to not be part of the hopefuls crowd of hopefuls, so it's yeah. hard to tell who you know who's who. Yeah, there are a few gawkers, but they were like me, 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 and then oh, the heartbreak. Beth raises her hand, and just as the minute ends. Lane begins to react to this. And I'm pretty sure his look is going to like be horror or... Devastation. Devastation. Up till this point, we know for sure that he hasn't been dumped by Beth yet. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that scene hasn't happened. But it is not too long in coming. Because she said she would wait to, just to laugh those tryouts. I was reading some article the other day about Steve Holland... And the author suggested that this was like the proto-high school romance movie. Like up until this point... Oh, was it the Diane... The Diane Franklin book? Yeah, was it in there? Was that where I read it? Some good radio, the way I keep looking away from the mic to talk. I look at the (laughs) mic, and then when it's time to talk, I look at you. (laughs) Was it in the Diane Franklin book that she was talking about the proto-high school romance books? And how that all got in there? Hmm. Probably not. It doesn't matter. I've read so much about this movie now. It it kind of tends to bleed together, you know, the sources. If I find a source, I'll post it at the website at betteroffdeadminute.com. Yeah. We're doing an obscene amount of research. It's gone beyond nerdy at this point. Jason, it is surprising to me, nay, shocking to me, how much background material there is about this movie out there. Yeah. I can't believe it. I mean, okay. When I said, hey, you know, there's this format that will allow us to do a podcast and we don't have to know anything. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have to know any science. We don't have to know any math. We don't have to know anything about politics. We don't have to have well-thought-out opinions. All we got to do is watch a movie that we love and, and talk about it. And I said, okay, so I thought of it. So what movie do you want to do? And you said, better off dead. I was like, my very first thought was, oh my God, a comedy. So there's no depth to the characters. And there isn't going to be anything written about this because it was just a stupid farce from the 80s. And and in my mind, I'm like, how are we going to come up? How are we going to do anything but just describe what happens and then call it a day? (laughs) How are we going to find any depth? How are we going to find anything to talk about with this movie? And it has just been shocking. Every day, I find... Two or three new articles that have at least one thing about this movie that I didn't know the day before. And we're on week three. This is the third week of doing this and reading about Better Off Dead way too much. Every (laughs) single day. I'm really gaining an intense appreciation for, for Mr. Holland. Because he's really constructed a tight movie. Every possible thing that can be a laugh in this movie is a laugh. Yeah. It's just back to back, wall to wall. I mean it's laughs within laughs. It's you know I mean that's one of the reasons that I chose Better Off Dead was just instinctually I knew that there's like n- nary a dull moment in that movie. Well yeah. 
So week three, Tuesday, that's, uh, that's all I got for this minute. We're going to find out, we're going to find out exactly what's up, uh, what's up with Lane tomorrow and why he's upset that his girlfriend is raising her hand to, uh, hold Roy's clipboard, Roy's clipboard, <laughs> which I'm sure doesn't, it's not a euphemism for anything. No, else. no. Yeah. Get your mind out of the gutter, folks. <laughs> hey, so if you guys want to find us, we are at betteroffdeadminute.com. You can email us at bodminute at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at bodminute. Or you can leave a voice or text message for us at 712-830-7373. Also, we've got the technology now. We're uh, looking for guests. It looks like we've got about three... Three weeks worth of guests lined up, so we've still got some uh, we've still got some slots open. So go ahead and uh, well, you can text that same number if you're interested, or PM us at Facebook. And uh, also, we'd really appreciate it if you could go to iTunes and leave us a five star review, so that it makes it easier for other fans of the podcast to find us or potential fans. And man, I can't underemphasize the importance of retweeting us and sharing us on Facebook. Help the show make it to the top. Yep. See you guys on Wednesday for Minute 13. Bye-bye.